Welcome back to the Foxy Property Chat Podcast. It's Cody here. Uh, today, I spoke with Mitch Hills from Mastered Marketing. Mitch delivered a lot of value in this one. Um, if you're sort of stuck wondering how do I use social media, what sort of content should I be putting up, this one's a perfect one for you. Mitch really lays it out um, and I know he has a lot of different checklists and strategies and free content on his website so make sure you check that out. The links will be in the description. So let's dive right in. Here's my conversation with Mitch Hills. All right, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have a very special guest, Mitch Hills from Mastered Marketing. Mitch, thanks for joining me via Skype. Hey, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. You are very welcome. Well, this is perfect, Mitch, because the whole point of this podcast is to bring value uh, to those people in the in the real estate industry on how they can use marketing to get more clients, get more sales, grow their business and success, whatever that means for them. So um, I think this is going to be a good one because that sounds, is that sort of in line with what your business does? Mate, that's what I do all day, every day. So it sounds great. <laughs> You're the perfect guest. All right. Well, um, first up though, I read on your website um, that you had, a, you had a tech startup. What was that all about? I did. I had a, so I've got an interesting background. Um, I started my first business at 17, which was an entertainment company. So I've been a DJ since then. So I've been a DJ for, what's that? eight years. Um, I then sold that and went all in, balls to the wall on a tech startup and being young and having a bit of money saved is a, <laughs> and too much motivation is a dangerous mm. cocktail. Um, we had some success, but I just, you know, I just wasn't experienced enough. So I had a spectacular failure and lost 200 grand when I was, what, 21 years old. But that's all right. You live and you learn. And so I've, I've the, the key thing though, that did really well in the business was the marketing side of things. So the marketing was awesome. We were getting heaps of exposure, heaps of press, heaps of downloads, heaps of social media results. The, the real problem was like, I spent too much on development and it was hard to recoup it. But um, that's why I got into marketing because I loved the marketing side of it. And, you know, being in a startup, you wear all the hats, but that was the one thing that I really enjoyed. So I started doing it just for fun. And then I started doing it for other people. And then, you know, fast forward a few years later, I still do it all day, every day. Before we get into that, how how do you handle losing two hundred thousand um, dollars at that age? I mean, that to me, that would just be I don't know, very very difficult. <laughs> it, yeah, look, it, it's funny because when it was coming to an end, so I was getting an R and D return, a research and development um, return, which is when you can uh, get money back from the government for developing new technology, and so we were getting a bit back and I go, do I reinvest this and put this back into a black hole of uncertainty or do I cut my losses and use a bit of it, use it to pay off part of the debt and keep moving forward? So that's when I had this sort of realization to maybe it's time to move on to the next thing and also focus on what I'm best at, which is marketing. And so how you handle it, it's funny, you just have to handle it. Like I say to people going through a hard time, you're not going to die. So you have to go, you just have to go through it. So it was all right. Like I, I, I knew that I'd lost a lot of money and, you know, but I had learned so much. And if I, if I could do it 10 times over, I would, it's not, money is just money experience and wisdom. And, and you know, there's other things will help you be so much more successful than just money. So we've got a little off track. Sorry, I'll go on a tangent. But no, no, it's good. I think I appreciate like, that. it's important just to learn from your mistakes and your successes and just stay humble and keep learning. Don't ever get complacent. Yep. Um, so, mastered marketing. Why? Why real estate? It's funny. I didn't set out uh, in the business to become a real estate marketing company. We were just a sort of the thing that I'm most passionate about is making world class marketing available to small businesses. 
So that it, it started with just small businesses because there's cheap marketing that sucks. Like, you know, you pay 300 bucks a month and you get some offshore per, and it's just, it's really average. And then there's good marketing that's just way too expensive, like five, six grand a month for these corporate companies. And there was a gap there. And I was like, I want to tell the stories that need to be told. There's so many fantastic people and fantastic businesses out there that just don't have access to quality marketing. So we sort of fit right in the middle there. And I, with systems and technology and all this kind of stuff, I just wanted to make, I wanted to make a small business feel or look like a big agency was doing their marketing, even if they weren't. So um, we sort of picked up a couple of clients in real estate. And then because we had clients in real estate, more clients were interested for real estate. So we sort of just started, most of our client base was like 80% real estate agents. And then I decided, look, I don't want to, we can't, we're not going to be the best digital marketing agency in the world for everything. Like trying to be everything to everyone is just too hard and not a good business idea anyway. But I was like, I want to be the best real estate social media company in the world. And now that we've just focused on real estate agents, we can do, put all our time and effort and energy and resources into making real estate agents awesome, which is so much more fun and better for the client and better for everyone because we're trying to, we're trying to focus on one thing rather than trying to be a jack of all trades. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. And would you sort of give that a would you give that advice to real estate agents at all? Like, um, do you think it's a good idea for agents to try and niche down or focus on a particular area in the market? I think niche is always good. Um, one of my favorite marketers that I follow, he talks about uh, being a big fish in a small pond. So, for example, if you're a real estate agent, right, and you specialize in Cooparoo and Balimba and Norman Park, and that's all you do. You know, the inner East Brisbane, that is your, that's your pocket. And you are just, you are everywhere and you're a specialist. And if someone comes to you from, you know, Tawong, you're like, no, sorry, that's not my area. I'm the best in this area. You'll be much more successful because, you know, you're the obvious choice for anyone selling in that area. If you're someone that sells Brisbane, you know, like, like if, if I live in Newstead, I want to sell with someone who's the best at Newstead, not someone who just sells a bit of everything. Like if you, you know, if if you cra- if you in a like a I'm trying to think of a suits example. You want Harvey Specter. You want the Harvey Specter of your in- of your particular problem. You don't just want you know old mate jack of all trades who does a little bit of everything. You want the specialist. Mm-hmm. Think brain surgeon versus a GP, right? Same sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I I like it. Um, now this next question might seem pretty basic, and maybe it is, but. For listeners who aren't convinced on on social media, on uh, branding and online marketing, like why? Why should they do it? And why? Because, and perhaps, um, yeah, I'll let you answer that first. Yeah. Well, no, finish your question because it might change my answer. <laughs> um, I was going to say, yeah. So why why should they be doing it? And um, like, why does it work? Because everything is sales. Everything is sales, and. If you don't do it, your competitors will. So like people, people, it's funny when people go, oh, what's the point? What's the ROI? Like, you know, why should I do this at all? It's like you, you need more customers and customers come from marketing. And then, but it's not just about getting instant leads and customers. It's about building a brand and building a reputation and becoming the most well-known person. And for real estate, that is critically important. One, because there's so much competition. Like you're competing with so many other people. You've got to be the best and the most consistent and relevant and useful person in that space. And two, there's 
real estate is a very low trust industry. It's like car salesmen, real estate agents, digital marketers. <laughs> so we're, we're in the same boat, but people naturally are skeptical of real estate agents. So if you want to really build your business and actually get out there, you've got to overcome that with content and social and also the scalability of social media. Like I, I meet amazing real estate agents who are having great conversations and adding value one-on-one -on -one with like people in their meetings. Social media, you can do it one-to-many and you can tell your story at scale and get new customers and build your brand even when you're sleeping. And I think mm. if you don't take that opportunity, social media is the best opportunity in the history of real estate slash business in general. If you don't do that, what are you doing? <laughs> like, why would you pass that up? That's like, it's like Google AdWords when it costs 20 cents a click, you know? In five years from now, I, so many real estate agents are gonna go, God, I wish I went harder on social media in 2018, 2019, because it's gonna get more expensive and more saturated because it's naturally what happens. Yep, okay. Let's get into it and uh, really deliver some value for people listening. Let's pretend I'm a, I'm a real estate agent. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sold by your spiel just then. I'm committed to growing my online presence, my brand. You know, I have a Facebook account. Um, I've got Instagram. I've converted it to a business page, all that sort of stuff. I've named myself Cody Cody Shorter at whatever agency. Um, mm. But that's sort of all I've done. I've, you know, I've put up some snaps of some, you know, some listings and some when I sell a sell a property. Um, where where do I go from here? I have a bit of time. You know, I'm committed. Maybe I've got a couple of hours a day where I can start putting my time and and effort into these platforms. Um, so where do I start? Well, it's interesting you said, where do we go from here? There's actually things that need to happen before you get to this point. So most real estate agents, most people in general, they, they want the sexy stuff. They want the Instagram stories. They want the ads. They want the graphic designs. They want the retargeting, all that kind of stuff. But before you even get to that point, you've got to go back to the strategy. Okay, why are you doing this in the first place? And what metric will show if it's working or not? So for example, if you want to build your brand, you need to measure reach, engagement, and like impressions, because that indicates I'm getting in front of more people. If you want to generate leads, you would then measure how many leads, how much does it cost per lead, et cetera. So people look at all these metrics and go, I don't even know if it's working. It's like, well, you didn't know what your goal was. So the first thing is, what are you trying to achieve? Second thing is, who is the customer and what do they want? Painfully, most real estate agents like listing testimonial, listing testimonial, hire me, hire me, hire me, talk like that doesn't work. You can't they're skipping, they're trying to skip the, the relationship building stage. You can't do that. You have to add value. You have to, you know, actually help answer these people's questions and give them what they want. Marketing is very simple. You have to know who your customer is, know what they want, and then give them what they want wherever they are. Right now, it's Facebook and Instagram, a bit of LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. It's very, very simple. When you know that and you know who your customer is, what they want, what kind of stuff you can share then you can plan out your content and you can use content calendars and post scheduling tools to make it all easier. Because a lot of people go, I've got no idea what to post about. It's like, well, have you thought about what the customer might want? <laughs> it's yep. it's quite it's quite simple, but a lot of people miss it because they, they I get it, they want to dive in, they want to get started. But if you just think, who's the customer and what do they want and what kind of stuff would be useful to them, it'll then make the content creation process so much easier. When you get to that content creation process, a really important piece of advice that will make it way easier, and Gary Vee talks about this, think of it as documenting instead of creating. If I said to you, write a blog, you'd be like, oh God, like where do I start? But if I said, what did you do yesterday? And when I ask people that, they go, oh, I had appraisal, and I go, how was the appraisal? And they said, it was really good. I go, okay, why was it good? 
And they, oh, well, you know, the house was in this condition. Um, you know, there's not many other homes in the street that have got X, Y, Z. The location's amazing. And this other thing happened. And I go, great, that's content. Like that's stuff that homeowners find useful. They want to know those kind of things. I go, what's happening in the market right now? And they'll say, oh, well, you know, the days on market's going down, which is good. I go, okay, why is it going down? And they say, well, the market's improving, more supply and demand. I'm like, that is all great content. You just got to share it. <laughs> so like, don't think too much about having to create content, which is hard and trying to be someone you're not and trying to copy, be a bit of Gary Vee and a, be a bit of yeah. Gavin Rubenstein and a bit of this. Just think what's going on in your life that would be useful to your customers. Share that. I like that. Document over create. No. Yeah. Document or document. broadcast. Documenting, oh, okay. documenting versus creating or you could use yeah. documenting, broadcasting, whatever. I like that because, um, yeah, that, that, that's sort of, uh, I suppose, stepping stone of, oh, geez, what do I create? I'm not an expert. Well, I don't, I want to, you know, I am an expert, but I, I and I, I have to show on social media that I'm an expert. I don't want to be seen as, I don't know, um, unprofessional, but I, I like that approach because you can come across as just yourself, your, you know, your true authentic self. And as you get more and more into it, I suppose people become more comfortable. Uh, um, do you find that as well? Well, this is another thing, 100%. This is another thing. One, people don't know what to create. And two, they don't share it because it doesn't, they want it to be perfect. They want it to be a professional videographer and a professional yep. photographer and it's glossy and it's written well. One, that's too ex that's expensive and time consuming to do. I mean, look, let's say maybe you hire a videographer once a quarter to come shoot a profile video. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, that's not much content and it's expensive. And also people don't, it looks like an ad. People don't like watching ads. You don't want to watch an Audi commercial, right? You want to yeah. see relevant stuff from your friends and professionals. Do you know who Ty Lopez is? I've heard of him, yeah. So Ty Lopez, love him or hate him, some people think he's a scam or whatever. It doesn't matter. He came out of nowhere and he has now got four and a half million followers and he is making all this money and making a huge brand from selfie iPhone videos, walking around, you know, just talking. And it's like, because it seems more authentic, which is ironic because some people think he isn't authentic, but the point is casual content works because it doesn't feel like you're selling me something. It feels like you're telling me something useful and it's one of your friends or someone that you know, and it doesn't feel like an ad. So don't worry so much about it being professional or glossy, one, because it's too hard to do, and two, because it actually doesn't work as well as casual content. Well, that's, that sounds like good news though, right? Like it, it's great you don't news. have to be as professional. You can literally just um, flip the camera around and start talking and, and hopefully something good comes of that. Again, though, you have to sort of um, put it back into the perspective of who is my audience and, and will they find mm. this useful or entertaining? Another thing, I mean, video is great and most real estate agents are good, naturally good at speaking and, you know, are comfortable with the video, but do whatever works for you. You know, if you hate talking on video, don't talk on video. Just take a really nice photo and tell a story in the caption or, you know, write blogs or whatever, whatever works for you, like whatever comes naturally. Like I like speaking, so video is good for me. Some people naturally like writing, so do whatever comes naturally to you because then you'll be able to do it consistently and it's not going to feel like work. Yep. Um, do you have any examples maybe of, of your business or, or a client that you're working with, uh, a bit of a success story and maybe if you're happy to share some details of, of how they've been using marketing to grow their business? 100%. Um, and it's funny because the ones that are the most personal personal and casual are the ones that do the best. So Ben Wakeley is probably the best long longest running example. Um, when we first started 
we just did the same thing. What do the customers want? People in this area, what are they interested in? We would share lots of content, but once a week on a Sunday night, we would do a live stream and it was just him. He put his phone on the table and he would talk about a topic or whatever's going on that week or he'd interview people like Gray Construction or he'd interview mortgage brokers. Super casual and some people like, and, and it didn't work right away. People think it's gonna just, you know, they're gonna triple their business in a week. It took a couple of weeks to get going, but once it did, it really started snowballing because no one else was really live streaming at the time. And then he was featured in Elite Agents Top 50 Real Estate Influencers in Australia in three months. And just for his live stream, they literally said they like his weekly live streams. So like wow. just useful content like that can help you build your brand. It doesn't do it as much now because um, mm. we do some other stuff and everybody's live streaming now. Yeah. <laughs> so. But Darcy's another good example. So Darcy, uh, Darcy Lord from Bell Property, he would just once a week on a Wednesday morning, he would sit at a desk, pop his phone on a little tripod, talk about whatever's happened that week, send that to us, and then we cut it up, we turn it into a vlog, we transcribe it, turn it into a blog article, we take 30-second um, snippets and put it for Instagram, and you can get like 10 pieces of content from one video. Now, obviously, if you don't have a agency it's a little harder but you just yeah. just shoot a quick video and then share a photo of it talking about a different piece of it and then make it like there's so much there's so it's funny because there's so much content out there and people can't think of one post yeah and it's because they're thinking about what should i post not what do the customers want to know mm. so got like, to do you own a property sh ship their thinking no i don't own a property no so i own a i own an investment property um, and it's probably not, I don't know the area super well, but like, I'd be really interested to see what other homes are doing in the area. Um, like what's selling in the same street, like how much yep. it's grown or gone down or why and how that affects me and how to get it valued. And there's so many different things that I'm interested in as a property owner or even in Newstead, like I'm renting here, but I'd love to buy one around here. So I'd love mm -hmm. to know what's going on. Like what's, what, what's the difference between a, an apartment in Newstead versus an apartment somewhere else. And is it worth to buy an apartment? Like there's so much questions and content that's out there. You just got to share it. And yeah. just, I know I'm rambling a little bit, but when I talk to an agent and ask them these questions, they have such good advice that perfectly answers my question that if they just said it on social media, it would be able to reach thousands of people instead of just me. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Going back to the scaling part. Um, on your website, you wrote an article, 10 cringeworthy mistakes agents are making. And I know we've probably touched on a, on a bunch of them already. Um, what Like not understanding your customer, not adding enough value. What about this mm. next one? Um, can you touch on this next point? Not understanding the buying journey. Yes. So you know how we were talking about um, most agents, they go listing testimonial. They're going straight for the sale. If I went up to someone on the street and said, hey, do you want to get married? They would obviously not do that. You need you'd hope you'd marketing. Hope, you'd hope so. <laughs> I'm not that handsome. Uh, marketing is like dating. Okay, you've got to build that relationship over time. So to simplify this down a little bit, there's three stages of a marketing journey or a buying journey. There's awareness, consideration, and conversion. So awareness is someone who has never seen you before and has no commitment or intent to do anything with you. They've never seen you, right? So that's where you've got to put out useful content on social media that helps them solve the problems that they're having, answer their questions, and just be a useful resource so that when you see it, you go, oh, that's useful. And then maybe you see it again and go, hey, I like this person. I'm going to check it out. Maybe I'll follow them. 
Then the consideration stage, that's where they might look at your website or they might download one of your free guides that you're talking about because you might say what's going on in the market and you can say I've actually got a free report that actually has all the stats you need to know if you own a property in Newstead. Um, check it out, just pop in your email and I'll send it right over. Then they go into an automated sales funnel, they start getting emails. It's going, hey, look, if you want a hand executing this, give me a call or let's catch up. And then that pulls them into the conversion stage. So you can see like you naturally build a relationship from no intent at all to maybe not even knowing that they needed something to, hey, this is interesting. Hey, okay, how would I actually go about doing that? Hey, can you help me with this? And then yeah, like you can and say, let's work together. It's funny, I, um, our last episode, I spoke to Dan Argent um, from Urban X in Paddington and he sort of, he, I think he framed it a little bit differently, but I, I think it's very similar. Instead of awareness, consideration, conversion, his was no like and trust. Mm. I think it's yeah, sort yeah. of a, a different way of phrasing it, when, but the way you, t- you explained it, it, it's very similar to what he was, he was um, explaining. So thanks Absolutely. for that. Um, it's kind of like, it's like, it's like dating getting engaged and then marrying them. Like there's whatever metaphor you want to use for it. It's just about taking them on a natural journey instead of just trying to force product down their throat. If I called you, yeah, no one likes telemarketers, right? So why would we want to buy something on social media when we've never seen them? And it's like a $56,000 commitment. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Another one, not using platforms correctly. Can you touch on that? So what I mean by this is um, if you're using Instagram, Instagram is a beautiful platform, you've got to make it look beautiful. I see some people like they'll take a flyer or like a screenshot of something and then pop it on Instagram and it looks hideous. And you can't do that. You've got to make content native. So what I mean by that is if you've got a blog article, right, you can't just take a screenshot of the words and then share it as a photo on Instagram. Like you've got to make a nice square image with the title of a blog and maybe a photo of you and what you talk about. Like make it look nice and make it look native. If you were using Pinterest, same thing, right? You've got to have vertical content that looks great. Um, if you're using, like, you've got to make sure you use the platform the way that it's meant to be used. The easiest way to do that is to look at the best people in the world. They don't have to be real estate agents, but look at Starbucks, look at Nike, look at, you know, all these companies that are using Instagram really, really well and compare that to what you're doing <laughs> and see if you can, you know, make it a little bit more Instagram so, friendly. Mate- so basically you're saying I, I can't just take one photo or one piece of content and share it to the, the 10 different platforms and expect it to do well on each platform. Yeah, you've got to make it native. And look, sometimes if it's a photo of a house, like that's fine to go on Instagram and Facebook. But the problem I see is just when they, um, you know, just I see stuff on Instagram. I'm like, this doesn't even fit. It's cropped out. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, okay, not playing the long game. Oh, it's a big one. This is probably the biggest one of all. People go, what's the ROI? And they go, oh, I'll invest in it if it makes money. And it's like, well, you need to invest in it to see if it makes, like, it's chicken and the egg, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not going to make money unless you invest in it. So people go, I, I, want, I want it to have an immediate ROI. They try, if you're going to try social media for a month, don't bother. Seriously, save your time and mm-hmm. go do something else. If you need immediate ROI, pick up the phone. Social media is about building your brand for the long term. And yes, you can generate leads, you know, in the short term, of course. But if you're not going into this, like don't think about the next five listings, think of the next 100. How do we make you the most consistent, relevant, useful, obvious choice for people in your area? That doesn't happen overnight. You've got to build that profile. If you went to the gym 
for a week, you're not going to be Chris Hemsworth at the end of the week, right? <laughs> or if you open up a restaurant and no one has heard of this restaurant, do you think it's going to be booked out and you're going to be profitable in the first month? No, okay? But if you stay consistent, which most people don't do, that yep. everyone's competing for the next month or so. Everyone's like, you know, in, in hunger mode, like I need it, I need it, I need it. But very few people are focused on the long game. And when you do, like Ben Wakeley, for example, when we first started, he was just another agent in the area. Now, anyone in like the inner West Brisbane, you can't even touch Ben. Like he is so far ahead of everyone else when it comes to online marketing that it's just created such a competitive edge and a barrier to entry. That's what you can achieve if you just play the long game. And then you'll generate leads without having to spend anything. Like brands don't turn off. When you think shoes, who do you think of? Mm, Nike. Exactly. I think everybody does. Computers, you think Apple, like you know, mm. drinks, like soft drink, you think Coke. Now, obviously, you don't have a multi-billion dollar marketing budget, and we're not trying to sell to everyone in the world, but you can be the Coca-Cola of your little space and your suburb if you just stay consistent and stay relevant. Yeah, love it. Um, who do you follow online? Um, where do you go for to keep up with marketing? Um, it's funny because I look at stuff not necessarily from marketers. Like my favorite account on Instagram is Starbucks, which I know okay. sounds random, but they are so engaging and so visually pleasing and pops out and just it's so much fun and so, so much energy. Like that's what I want to emulate. Um, Gary V, obviously, if you don't know who that is, definitely check him out um, for specific marketing stuff that like the marketing experts like Scott Oldford and stuff. But if I was a real estate agent, I would just look at who's the best in my area. And if there are none, which is quite common, look up who's the best in the world. And if you can't find any good real estate agents, look at who are the best Instagram marketers in the world. Like just look mm -hmm. for inspiration all over, whether it's real estate or not. Personally, I love Starbucks. I love like Ben and Jerry's. And you might be like, what the hell? It's got nothing to do with real estate. It does. It's all about getting attention and, and leading the way. And those people are leading the way. So use them for inspiration. Excellent. Um, what's on the horizon? Any any big plans or changes for mastered marketing? Um, yes, there are some big changes that I can't uh, <laughs> talk about, but there are. I, I want to. Um, I'm really exploring, and this would be re very useful for people that follow us or, or work with us. But really simplifying everything down. One with the buying journey and how to create a funnel that is super high leverage and super low maintenance. So, you know, once someone clicks on your website, then they start seeing you on Google and then they go on your automated sales funnel and, and simplifying that process so that anyone can execute it. And the other one is um, the content creation process is a big problem for real estate agents. And, and most people that come to me, they go, I don't know what to post. So I'm looking at like um, some okay. content batching ideas and like how to yep. make that way easier for people. So, I'm really big on simplifying things and marketing is quite a complex industry. So trying to figure out not only what you need, but what you don't need is really important. And just trying to, you know, get to the crux of it and just go, Hey, look, you don't need 80, 20, right? The 80, 20 principle is that 20% of your tasks will make up for 80% of your results. So just keep, I'm always removing stuff and removing stuff and adding stuff and changing things. And if you want simple marketing, I think you might like following us because I'll be sharing that along the way. So Mitch, um, where is the best place for people to keep up to date with what you have going on? Um, at Mastered Marketing on Instagram. Um, our yep. website, we often put up useful blogs. Like I'm, I hate marketers that are like, Facebook has 2 billion users. You have to do it. Pay me three yep. grand a month. 
like we share all the stuff that I do for my clients. So even if you're not a client, you can get access to all the stuff that we do and our strategies and all that kind of stuff. I show you how to generate leads, how to create content, how to, you know, simplify the whole process. And I'm regularly updating those and putting more blogs out. So you might like mastermarketing.com slash blog. Have a look, see what you think. If you've got any questions, I'm happy to help too. Legend. Well, Mitch, um, thank you so much for taking the time, having a chat with me today. I, re- I really think you delivered a lot of value for the listeners and um, um, hopefully they got, got some stuff out of it. I, I know I did and um, yeah, really appreciate your time. Hey, happy to help.